Maple City Pipecast and Syndicated Pipe Club. Dave here. How are you all doing tonight? First, I want to say a special hello to all of my Maple City Pipecast listeners who haven't had a new episode in months. I'm so sorry. I'm. You just understand how life gets sometimes, I'm sure. And uh, I've got some plans for the new year. I realize I'm talking about the new year near the middle of the old year, but still... That is uh, the plan. I want to get Maple City back up and running with regular episodes coming out by 2022. It's a long-term plan, but I think it's something that I can manage with the time that I have available to me. Now, um, what we're looking at there is we're looking at 12 episodes per year, so they're going to be once-a-month releases. And I hope that you can uh, keep Maple City in your thoughts and in your playlists and in your um oh podcasts thingy majiggers the technical terms escape me right now because well i'm so low so low you can't hear me <laughs> just kidding but to address the solo-ness for the uh syndicated pipe lovers it's not really because i'm doing uh, the tobacum hypothesis part three but also is why I'm doing the Tobacum Horror Hypothesis Part 3. Um, we'll get to that uh, in a moment because it has been quite some time since that's come up. But Greg is not with me tonight because he is feeling a bit under the weather. He got a stomach bug over this past weekend. But seems, from what he tweeted me earlier in the day, that he is going to uh, be alright. It's not COVID-related. He's just got a stomach bug, and he didn't feel up to recording tonight with me, so we are on our own. It's been a while since I've been on my own recording. Okay, I need... I forgot... Oh, yes, you syndicated people. You'll know I have this real tendency of forgetting the background music, and I'm trying to get it running. I just got so excited to start in that my pipe went out and uh, I forgot to turn on the music. For those of you who are regular Maple City Pipecast listeners, you know typically I don't have music playing in the background. But since this is a uh, two-show episode, we're going to combine the elements to both. And when it comes right down to it, you can expect in uh, Maple City to start having some background music going in the background. I started out that way. And I'll, I'll be honest, part of it is to cover up gaffes and silences and guffaws. And, you know, it's a little bit of uh, cheating, I believe is what we call it, in order to benefit the final product. Yeah? Okay. I was just uh, flipping through the landing there. I think I'll just leave it as is. I'm just waiting for Amazon Music to, uh, to pop up, because that's where I got my playlist saved.
There we go. Alright, alright, so, there we are. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the Tabacuum Hypothesis. For those of you who have been following the series since part one months and months and months ago, around six, I took to vacuum sealing in our new vacuum sealer, new to us vacuum sealer, um, packets of tobacco for my own personal use. It was one of those things where sitting there going I did it two ways with parchment paper like you saw and then just regular in a baggie these are a couple samples that I had left over that I didn't smoke and the whole idea behind this was to see if vacuum sealing tobacco was a viable long-term storage situation um, long-term storage situation no unless a viable long-term uh, storage solution like mason jars are uh, and turns out if your definition of long-term is about six months if you're lucky then yes this is viable for you I would certainly suggest going ahead and doing it it will be worth your time because this is about three bowls worth each one of these packages has about three bowls worth in them that was what i went for i was looking at packaging for you know something like for a day or if you're a light smoker something you, you could do for about a week you just pull it out of your stash there you go uh, but that is not uh the situation i ended up with um oh how silly of me I forgot to tell you guys what I'm smoking and we'll talk about the tobacco I'm smoking in a bit it's out again and situations like this right here is why we have background music on syndicated pipe club So, what am I smoking tonight? I am smoking uh, my five-star gentleman, one of the first uh, Cobb mods that I did when I was looking for a straight church warden and not able to find one, so I made one myself using parts from those good people at Missouri Mirshan. Hashtag not sponsored. But what I, what I, uh, sorry about that. What I, what I found, um, oh, and the tobacco is something I like to call Dave's Blend. It's something I made back in 2015. I get it out once a year, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. It was my first attempt at blending tobaccos and a true blend, not like a 50 50 type thing. Anyway, we'll get to that. The tobacco hypothesis is. Is it is it is a valid hypothesis? Of course, it's a valid hypothesis. Any hypothesis is valid, but 
Is it a good solution for storage? No, it's not. Not for long term. If you're going out, say, say fishing, like some pipe smokers I know, they uh, might want to, if they have a vacuum sealer handy, take their tobacco in little pouches like this and, uh, you know, make it up so, you know, maybe for one bowl, not, not three. And uh, then you might want to, you know, just have, have, you know, three or four little pouches with you and, you know, go, go have your smokes. But for long-term storage, we're, if we're, we're not talking, you know, like five years in a jar storage here, that, no, no, that that's not happening with uh, with that. It, this is a this is a six months tops because um, you may not you may not be able to see here clearly through the camera, but this this baggie here is starting to lose its tightness, its seal per se. It's still sealed, don't get me wrong. If the tobacco starts moving, it's not falling out. But its vacuum is being lost. And the same is happening here in this one as well. You can hear the crinkle there. That's just plastic rubbing against the uh, parchment paper. Which may help keep the tobacco fresher. I don't. In, in this case, I don't know. Um... But that was also starting to be the case with the uh, sample that I opened, which was designated for six months ago. I smoked that two weeks ago on the 4th of May. May the 4th be with you if you're watching on a future May the 4th. Wouldn't that be funny? Anyway. So... The tobacco when it came out was it was a little drier than I like. I, mean, I like maybe a little bit of moisture, but not you know crinkle it up and it turns to dust type of dryness. So it burnt it burnt hot. It it didn't keep its it didn't keep its uh, its moisture. It was it was dry. I if I were to use it in a if I was if I was gonna go smoke it, I'd, I'd wanna I would certainly want to rehydrate it if it came out of the jar that dry unless of course I was down to the end of the blend and then no I might just smoke it a little hot and put it in a thick walled pipe just to uh, just to be safe but yeah we're, we're not looking at any of that this time around it's uh good for a few weeks maybe even a month I'd say but if you're looking for beyond six and six is pushing it and you can be lucky vacuum sealing is not an option but it was something I wanted to try since the equipment was here and it is here and you know why not no harm no foul this was just uh, leftovers in uh, whatever jar that I have like, for English blends so say la vie it's okay I'll probably just get put in a back in another jar. After maybe I add some more moisture back to it.
So, Dave's Blend, my first attempt at blending. And it was a miserable attempt. Um, I made some huge mistakes, don't get me wrong. This stuff has been sitting and maturing for six years. 2021, six years. And it's just now getting to a point where I find it enjoyable. So like, if I was to remake this blend and forget all the same components, which I can't anymore, um, because McClelland, but uh, it would be, it would, to smoke it, you know, you'd have to wait six years. So if I made a batch today, it would be smokable in 2027. So what's in it? Well, I said there was no, uh, this is a real blending and, and it was from based on my research at the time. I didn't know anything about component tobaccos. I didn't know anything about uh, what was considered a base, what was considered a condiment tobacco. I just wanted to try blending. I hadn't discovered Country Squire Radio yet. yet. I hadn't been to this Pipe Life uh, meetings yet. Uh, no blending instruction whatsoever just how do you do it and basically it was get your tobacco and mix it together in a bowl metal bowl and, and done and done so that's that's what I did and uh, I let it sit for not long enough and you know that feeling you get when you smoke a green cigar and you inhale and the world spins and you you turn green and your stomach knots up that's basically what I had here here's what I can tell you about the blends specifically um, a major portion of it is uh, from Lane it's <laughs> it's a Captain Black base believe it or not Captain Black gold is 50% of the blend so you can imagine that this tobacco will outlast the apocalypse in it was also added some, uh, let's see, that was 50%. Uh, 25% of it was uh, McClellan Blending Perique. And 25% of it was McClellan Stoved Virginia. And that all came together to taste disgusting five years, six years ago. I made eight ounces of the stuff. So you can imagine four ounces of uh, Captain Black Gold plus two ounces of Perique plus two ounces of Stowe Virginia. There you go. I had my blend. What this blend doesn't do to me that most Captain Blacks do is bite. I'm not sure if the Perique mellowed out the Virginias or if the Stowe Virginia comboed with the Perique took whatever mixed in with whatever chemical reaction that straight Captain Black Gold gives me. It gives me tongue bite. 
but uh, no bite for me specifically so that makes it good and it's mellow like it's a light smoke it, it's got the aromatic qualities that Captain Black Gold has so great there and it's uh, got a little bit of the, the spice from the Perique I can't say I know much about what the stoving process did to the stove Virginia in it but it, it came together after like I said five six years and it, it, it's a great blend right now and I've still got a bunch of it back so I'm happy with that like basically the idea is here I'm just gonna take you know little like these little jars here which hold about the same amount as a Eh, maybe a little less than a tin, a, regula a regulation tin, and uh, just keep really refilling that every once in a while when the when the blend runs out, and I got the rest in a larger mason jar, and we will go from there with that. Okay. Well, I think that will will be doing it for this episode. So for those of you over on Maple City Pipecast, thank you so much for listening to us, even though we have taken huge breaks and things have not gone well in regards to you guys getting content. But if you're listening over there, thank you so very much for sticking with me after all this time. And the plan is, like I said, I'm going to get some episodes together and you're going to guarantee get one a month in 2022. I will still come at you when I can get a recording in um, for Maple City. When I can, give you some updates. Just have a conversation. Uh, one thing I might try is going live on Syndicated. I haven't done that in a while, but it may be fun to try that again. Um, but beyond that, I think we are good to go. So if you want to keep up with us throughout the week and you're watching on YouTube, our information is right down here. But if you're listening to the podcast, either one, you can always follow me on uh, Twitter at DrAlien201. I've got to update my... just realized I've got to update my uh, banner down there because it still says Dr. Allen 201. It's the same same place, but y you get the idea. Mm -hmm. It's not... not uh, not right. i got to fix that. Anyway, and of course, you can always find us on YouTube at uh, the Syndicated Play... 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 Club? Uh, Pipe Club. Um, you can follow Badger Piper on... Uh, Twitter at the underscore Badger Piper. Uh, he has his blog, which I don't remember the name of, so he does have one. Follow him if you can find it, and you can always find him on Instagram at the Badger uh, the Badger Piper on Instagram. And uh, there you have it. If uh, those avenues 
are not open to you or you just don't like those, you want to be old school and send us an email. Maple City people, you haven't had a real email address to send to you in a long time, so send to this one. Same as syndicated people. ReverseFlashTime at gmail.com Our recycled email address from Greg and I's short-lived Flash podcast. And uh, please, somebody send me a darn email. I've been holding that thing open for since Flash out of the Speed Force and the Flash was a thing with me and Greg. But uh, we are down to the wire on that. But it will always be open for you. Come ahead and send us in a comment, and we will certainly get to you on on camera, on on air. We will. It'll be a thing. It'll be a thing. And that is it. So. All of you over at Syndicated Pipe Club, we uh, we are wishing you good smokes, great entertainment. We will see you next week in Maple City Pipecast. Thanks for watching and listening, and good smokes. <laughs>